Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Good morning and welcome back in. Hour number three of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Just Connor Happer with you this morning. Half The Happer half of Happer and Schaefer. As always, uh, feel free to comment call join in on the show we'll have um a little bit of time left to do so here in this segment alan bell will join in just a little bit we'll talk about the nfl with him from over the weekend and the awesome day of college football of course on saturday um and uh the alan bell what the hell pick of the week which is tonight monday night football in a game that i aggressively don't care about the Seahawks and the football team. And the betting line at the moment is, you guessed it, a pick'em. Ridiculous. Ridiculous game. I hope I don't know if this is a Manning cast game, but if it was, it would be the only thing that I would really care about going into tonight. Yes, Rico. Why don't you care about the football team and the Seahawks? Because they're both bad, and that pretty much explains it. But, but, hear me out. Russell Wilson versus Taylor Heineke is the matchup that everybody's been waiting for. Nope. Are you sure? I am sure. Okay. Have you been waiting for it? No. Have you been waiting for a a part of this game? Yes. Really? Yes. I've been waiting for the football team to lose. Why is that? DP's been way too happy. Well, they're they're <laughs> they're four and six. They've yeah, lost but they've quite won their last bit. two games. They might win tonight. The Seahawks are pretty rough. Nah, they're gonna win. Okay, they're gonna win. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the football team. The great news! Oh, oh, and I can't wait for the uh, for the Happer fantasy football team update tonight, which I'll give it to you in a more uh, succinct succinct way. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna win. <laughs> Do you? I think I'm gonna win in fantasy football. It's, Look at you! Yeah, I, so I, I, you. yeah, I know. It's it's really amazing. I'm gonna improve my record to two and ten. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Two and ten. I have. I have You're dumped so my garbage. I have dumped my entire team and traded you know traded for next year's draft. I've tanked the mm-hmm. entire year um and I am on pace for it all to come together. Why? Why? Lenny. Leonard Fournette, four Lenny. touchdowns yesterday, 37 oh. points. Look at you. Yes, very very happy the Potato Heads are uh might might cross might. your fingers win a game. I I'm doing well in one of my leagues, and it's not the one with four teams. And that one I'm losing because I didn't start Adam Thielen. Why are you in? What? Why do you do the things you do? What's but I'm winning in one of the other ones. In the other one, I am also losing because three of my players got hurt like right at the beginning of the game. So that's cool. That's Rico's fantasy football update. Very painful. All right, let's um let's get to the roster stuff here. Um, let's it's it's obviously we'll set the stage. Huge week um, for Nebraska football. Huge day in terms of just generally the transfer portal across the country. 
the one that we sit and eagerly await any sort of announcement or decision on is Adrian Martinez. I mean, obviously, we're we're in the background of all this, maybe in the foreground, but in the background of this conversation, there's still Nebraska's entire offensive coaching staff, which we're obviously very curious about what will happen there. And, and to some respect, excuse me, some extent, um, that needs to be figured out before all this stuff happens or that will happen and then the other dominoes of the roster will kind of fall after that. And there's a lot of stuff on the table right now. Yeah, not only the the direct openings there are in the offensive coaching staff, but some of the defensive coaches who have done a really nice job over the last couple of years, you know, with all these openings across the country and staffs getting hired and, and you know, that that's all really hitting the ground running this week and then next after conference championship week, um, you know, those guys are going to have options. Eric Schnander, Travis Fisher, it feels like we're we're on watch for every year. Yeah, he's going to get an SEC offer somewhere. But where? So there's that piece of it, which is the, the kind of cloud that hangs over this entire thing, which is obviously super important. But I, last night, I wanted to focus in on the on the roster piece of it. So we'll have to probably reset this a whole bunch over the next few days and weeks and months and where it kind of ends up. But I looked at the uh my scholarship distribution chart that I have rolling and I kind of moved I moved everybody up a year. Did you know by the way, just housekeeping wise, there was only one guy who didn't so the the true freshman class this year was normal, right? They don't they didn't have the COVID year, so they were actual freshmen this year. And there was only one guy from the 2021 recruiting class who will be a sophomore. So who did not redshirt in 2021? Rico. Who's that guy? It it he was he was a special teams player for Nebraska this year. So he didn't he didn't play much at all on the defensive side of the ball, which is where he was recruited. But a, a very solid special teams. I think he was on most, if not all, of Nebraska's special teams this year. His is name it is a defensive back. Yes. It is Oh Come on. I, come on. I know who it is and I, I got it. He came on the show or he came on the recruiting he did. hour. He did. He's from No. Georgia. No. I think so. Yes. I know who it is. I just saw uh-huh. his name. It was off at a kickoff. I saw his name. Uh-huh. I can't I can't I can't do it for you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Give me a letter. One scholarship guy, by the way. Dude. Initials M B. M Mark Marcus. Marquez Buford. Marquis Or Marcus. When we called him that one day, he said Marcus. Yeah. But it's spelled Mark Marquez. Buford. Marcus Buford. That is correct. He is the only one who did not register really? this year. Yeah, most of them were hurt. I mean, he, here was your entire 2021 recruiting class that's still on the roster. Heinrich Harburg, red shirt. Gabe mm-hmm. Irvin played exactly four games. He would have gone over. Easily would have gone over. Got the red shirt. Latrell Neville, Sean Hardy, Kamonte Grimes were all hurt uh, at, at some point of the year. Uh-huh. Thomas Fedoni was hurt. 
He suited up. Suited up and stayed under. He was in on a play, I remember. Don't remember ever seeing James Carney or A.J. Rollins suited up for a game ever. What? Maybe A.J. Rollins a couple times. I think no. Carney was hurt, too. Teddy they were Pro- talked about doing really well in practice. I think Teddy Prochaska stayed under 4-2. He played two. Yeah. Henry Lutovsky, who yep. wasn't hurt, but they wanted to keep a red shirt on him because he's a lineman, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Raquan Buckley, Jalen Weaver, Wynn Hohuli was hurt. Rand- Randy, Randolph Kapai was hurt. Was hurt. Uh, Makai Bayer, Seth Malcolm. I don't know if they were either hurt, but neither of them suited up. I, I didn't see for any of those games. And then Malik Williams and Kobe Bretts. They all they all retain red shirts this year. Wow. Um, so, impressive. Yeah, you'll have a bunch more freshmen next year. And then <laughs> double freshman class. So so no, yeah. So here's the thing before we get into the to the to madness of all of it. Well, there was also Yant who who didn't redshirt, mm-hmm. but not a quote unquote scholarship guy, yep. but he's but he's on here. And yes. then I think like Phelan Sanford, somebody mentioned. But then there's a couple outlier guys. So Guys from the 2020 class who, are still who got the COVID year were were freshmen were technically true freshmen this year. Weird, but stayed under four games. Not Luke Reimer. Very very specific. Very very specific set of people. Here they are. Marvin Scott. He played three. I, games. I, ha- I looked it up. He stayed under four. He played like three. Will Nixon. Okay. Alex Kahn. I forgot about Alex Kahn. Nash Hutmacher. He played the last couple. Two. Marquise Black. Blaze Gunnerson. We saw him. Jamari Butler. Tamon Lynham. I remember seeing Tamon Lynham's name special teams wise. He was on some some kickoffs, I think. I remember seeing the name Lynham on the back of a jersey. Maybe it was just on the side. Yeah, he, I think he, he got in there in a couple games, but he stayed under four. So that, the 2020 class combined with the 2021 class smashed together to be now your redshirt freshman in 2022 adds up to 26 people. Can we just call that the 2020 and a half class? The twenty, yeah, it's it's well. I mean, once they get past the freshman redshirt freshman thing, it's all the same anyway. Yeah, like because they're all either sophomores yeah. or you know they have a, that amount of eligibility left. So weird. So all of those guys that I just mentioned have four years of eligibility left. Twenty six. Twenty six of them. Yeah, I currently have twenty two in the sophomore class. Um, and then it gets thin as you go on from there. Yeah. It gets thinner as you go on. From there. And then zero currently signed in the true freshman class, but they're not signed yet. Not yet. So That is wild. Yeah, there's your uh, there's your roster oddities. So there you go. Young young roster. Well, people always do that, and like they're going to... They're so, going to dip into the transfer so, portal. So, so let's just... Yeah, they're, they're... Well, hard. More than a dip. Yeah, it'll be a, more <laughs> of a dive. Um. So I still have Adrian Martinez on here. He okay. hasn't made a decision, although I don't particularly expect him back. So here, here's your seniors as of right now, and they'll add to this. Okay. Adrian Martinez, Omar Manning, Travis Vokalek, Brock Bando, Trent Hickson, Damian Daniels, who we haven't officially heard from yet, but I don't expect him back, Jordan Riley, Caleb Tanner, Feldarius Payne, Will Honus, super-duper duper senior. He said he's coming back. Yes. Who's still on here? Etiva Malga Clements. Some for a couple of games. Who's Chris Kalarovic. Oh, yeah. Those are your seniors as of this very moment. 
no DeAndre Thomas uh-huh. and Austin Allen. Austin Allen. Yeah. I think Omar. I maybe and Matt Sichterman. Maybe I'm reading into it, but Omar Manning in a tweet said something about and Cam Taylor being Brink. excited about next year. So I think he's coming back. I would assume so too. Yeah. I, I don't think he would leave because. Keep in mind, with Omar, as a transfer, he would have to sit out to the next place. Oh, yeah, because he already got the free transfer. True. He might have been a waiver transfer guy, so I don't think... Well, well, because he went from TCU to junior college, and then he signed with Nebraska at a junior college. Oh, that's true. So I guess he could still transfer for free, potentially. I don't know. I don't think think that's in the the card for him either way. So, once again, here's, here's the guys that you lost off the roster that can't come back. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc that will not come back can't come back samari toure ben stilly jojo doman markel dismuke deontay williams they're gone super juniors not coming back that have confirmed they're not coming back already okay cam taylor Britt, austin allen matt sichterman deontre thomas not coming back. Whew. Here's the here's the category of guys that I would be curious. You know, we're, we're waiting to hear from them at this point. Mm-hmm. Other other notables we're waiting to hear from: Adrian Martinez, mm-hmm. Damian Daniels, Caleb Tanner. I mean, I I'm not exactly sure if it's like if it warrants some sort of announcement or show or anything like that. I but I'm curious. I am probably imagining this, but I could have sworn somebody said something about him coming back. I'm probably with, imagining with it. The, I don't want to throw that With out there. the way that he played, with the way that he finished this year, my anticipation that he would be back. Yeah. And then Cam Jurgens, who is a fourth-year sophomore, third-year sophomore, so therefore could go pro. Red-shirted freshman because he broke his leg. Then he was a center for three. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, jeez, fourth year sophomore. Fourth year sophomore. <laughs> so he could go pro, <laughs> which I'm curious about. I I don't know where what that looks like for him. I don't know how often you see interior offensive linemen making that sort of jump. Usually, that's a position where you know in the, at the at the pro level, it's a bunch of older, experienced kind of guys who stuck around for like the the age it's not like you need a whole bunch of you know compared to other positions not like you need this like young twitchy physicality explosiveness type guy yeah big guy do his job with age um and you know cam might feel like he could do that at this point in the game or might feel like he could stick around for another year then i would have a question another category of people who would be, I would categorize as purely speculation question marks 
from me. Purely speculation question marks. Okay, I like this. Here are the people in this category. Any running back on the entire roster. Except Gabe Irvin. Yes. Well, yes. 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 Any running back on the entire roster. But uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Because that brings in the other factors of like, who's the quarterback? What's the offense? You know. Uh, yeah, I'm not comfortable with who's any. Your, who's like, going to be your running back coach? And any of like, are are we for sure that Yant's back with what he went through in the back half of the season? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with anybody coming back because I don't. Yeah, it's it's very hard to make a decision when you don't know who your coach is. And also, you don't know who is doing what. So, I would put any running back into that category. Makes sense. I agree with you. None of them have, for sure, jobs going into next year. I think Nebraska will probably be active in the transfer portal yet again. So, eh, Marquis Step. He transferred once. He'd have to sit out. Did he transfer? But now I don't know how this works, so we're just speaking out loud here. He transferred from USC to here, and he but, played right away. But did he get a waiver before oh, yeah, the rule the went into effect? Mm. Dang it! I think he because he was here in the spring, and remember yeah, had the had the foot thing yep. afterwards. So I think he was a waiver guy before the rule went into effect, which I don't know what that means. But he's yeah. I, so I, okay. I I'm. Totally honest with you, I have no idea what that means, but I don't know. Okay, so we'll stick with any running back. Logan Smothers. That makes sense. What's the offense look like? That makes sense. Um, Are they going to go into the portal and look for a quarterback? mm -hmm. Are they, you know, are you going to compete with that person? You know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's been here two years. Kind of wants a shot to show show what he's got. If they're going into the portal, you're thinking they're going into the portal to find a starter. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree with that one. If it's not his shot now, when will it be his shot? Mm-hmm. Again, right? purely speculation. Purely speculation. Question marks. Um, I thought of one more guy for this category, and that would be, that would be Bryce Benhart. Purely speculation, but was sharing time at the end of the year mm-hmm. where he had already been benched, and the only reason that he was back in there is because Teddy Prohaska got hurt and they had to move. The guy yeah, who took his back spot over. back over. Right. Um, and then by the end of the year was splitting time with Brock Bando, I think. Brock Bando was at right guard. Yeah. So he then took they sicked him in spot. They were they were all on some sort of like a time share. Yeah. It was very in, weird. In the last couple games. Um, I just saw the overhead shot and I saw Bando and I go, wait a minute. So I don't know. I, I like I don't know what his, you know that that's part of the difficult thing about all this, like there's got to be a plan. Uh, there's there's got to be a plan as far as what you want it to look like, and then who you need to execute what you want it to look like. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that you could even get there realistically before you hire an offensive coordinator until you have that offensive coordinator. No, I don't think there's any way that you can figure out what you want your offense to look like until you bring in somebody who. I mean, you you has. You have I mean, it. you have the guy who wants you, to or has run the offense for these last couple of years. But if you're bringing in somebody who has a different view, you really can't build your offense. Or at least we don't know what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, you can't really build your offense outside of what you already know it looks like and what you already know you want it to look like as the head coach without your offensive coordinator's yeah, input. So, so like I was explaining earlier, like is there a world where Logan Smothers stays here and he's the and he's the starting quarterback and he's the brat, he's their option? Yeah, there is a world where mm-hmm. that exists, for sure. Is there a world where it's the same thing for Adrian Martinez? Yes. 
is there also a world where it's a random, you know, some other person, some other person out there? Yeah. Yep. I made that argument on Wednesday where the offensive coordinator, as much as people might not like to hear it, if the offensive coordinator comes in and believes that Adrian Martinez, if he decides to stay or whatever, is the perfect fit for his offense, that could be another Adrian Martinez year. I mean, that's as much as people don't want to, some people don't want to hear that. It's completely true. If if somebody believes that this guy fits exactly what they want to do, they're going to ask him to come back. Fits and can do it for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's, there's a world where, where that exists for sure. Now that, the injury situation is there's a wrench, um, tricky because I don't think he's going to get a spring. And like Sipple, we were talking about this with Sipple earlier on the on the spillover, and and he said it best. I think it's it's going to need a reset no matter what. You still have to tell all those guys who are currently in the room, hey, look, we're it's it's a clean slate here. Mm-hmm. We're we're getting a new offensive coordinator. We obviously I've had to change a lot of things. If you want to stay. Because you have, you think you have a chance to win this job, and I think you can do it too. Then stay. We want you here. Mm-hmm. But if not, you know, or you know, there's there's you, a conversation. To do be you think there. there's some sort of max es- mass exodus on the way on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, what, and by what, mass what exodus, like? mass exodus, I'm talking about six plus players in the transfer portal. Uh, six. I don't know. We just named a few there. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. I don't know that Adrian comes back. Um, there's probably an offensive lineman or two. The running back situation. The running back situation. Any wide receivers? Well, Xavier Betts has been thrown out there. I don't know what his level of. I've seen people throw Alante Brown. I don't know what any of their level of happiness is with the way things are headed right now. But, but again, th- this is just people on Twitter. This isn't anybody that's substantial or actually knows anything. Well, just people. It's a little more than that, but um, well, at least on my end of things. Right. Yeah. But um, a lot of it, I think, I think a lot of it depends on where you're, where you're headed. Um, and what you can show to those guys who are still here. Like, okay, this is, this is where we're going. This is our plan. You guys are a part of it. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that many. Maybe that many. I, I yeah. It, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the biggest transfer portal season of all mm-hmm. time, given the the current rules and the way things are at right now. Let's see what happens at Oklahoma. Um, and it's only it's it's, it's ten twenty five in the morning. So we haven't had any Nebraska news so far yet today. But the transfer portal uh, seen accounts. a lot of decommitments. Decommitments with coaches changes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a wild. It's a wild month, that's for sure. Off the text line, wild speculating. This isn't all wild speculating, by the way. Just a little segment of that was. Wild spec wild speculating, when are we going to hear all these answers about coaches and Adrian? Well, I don't know about Adrian. I, I, I kind of thought that we might hear something by now, but on the other hand, I don't know what that decision might be, and I don't know if he knows. Um, but that's gotta hap- that that's one of the first things that has to happen. Offensive coaches, we were talking about it with Sipple this morning. He seems to feel like they are, and based off of what I've heard, they may be closer with some of the other offensive position coaches than they are the coordinator at this point, which seems odd to me. Um, But the coordinator thing has been dead quiet. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually by now somebody will, you know, whether it's Sam or Sipple or something like that, they they will put in, you know, a little blurb in their in their column like hey you know watch out for this guy or here's a here's a name to watch on the i haven't seen any of that 
I haven't seen one single name that's popped out there for offensive coordinator. And maybe that's just because they're they're keeping it quiet, and maybe we'll hear something and we hear it all at the same time tomorrow or Wednesday. But I would say, um, by the end of the week, this probably needs to be wrapped up as far as the coaching staff is concerned. Adrian, that's my process Adrian could could go a little longer based off of that, but I don't expect it to. I, I think we'll probably hear about that this week too. It's a big week of change. I think, I'm thinking, for Husker football. I'm thinking like. A, maybe a day or two after you hear about the offensive coordinator, you'll probably hear about Adrian Martinez, whether he stays or whether he goes. Sure. The transfer portal is filling up, though, if anybody follows the 24-7 Sports Transfer Portal Twitter account. Oh, good. It's been busy. Is it all Oklahoma guys? <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of people. There's like I've already seen four like Alabama people. Um, I haven't really seen any Alabama. Oklahoma. A lot of, yeah, like an offensive lineman, a linebacker. Um, a lot of SMU, they lost their coach. Uh-huh. Uh, some uh, some Texas State in there. I don't know why, but Texas State's losing a lot of people. Um, FIU's losing some people. A couple more quarterbacks entering the transfer portal. No no notable names though. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll keep I'll keep going through here. Oh, Michigan Rico. State lost a corner. Rico, you could be our portal uh, correspondent. I can be. I'll look. I'll just keep. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to put notifications. This is going to be very annoying, but oh, I'm going to no. put notifications on this. Yeah. Just, yeah, pop on if anything uh, if anything happens there. There you go. Oh, my phone is going to just explode. 402-464-5685. Uh, so that's that's kind of the setup right now. Jack and, Miller, Ohio State. Yeah, that was, that was one that came though. through yesterday. That's kind of the setup right now, and, and then what's ahead in the short term for Nebraska. And we'll see where it all lands in in a week or so here. And, um. There's a lot on the table. That much is for sure. We'll take a break. Alan Bell of Sportsline. We'll go back through really just the weekend of football. As, as much as we talk about the NFL with Alan, he, he's he's a football guy, and he enjoyed Saturday on the college side just as much as anybody else, I think. So we'll get to that with him, and um, I'll look ahead at tonight's Monday Night Football game next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter, at Connor Happer, at Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer.